the full Thailand update is here. Test and Go does not have a current cutoff date. More sandbox locations have been added, three in particular, and updates regarding the blue zones and orange zones all around Thailand. Good morning and welcome to Good Morning Thailand. I'm Jay and this is Tim Newton. Morning, morning Jay. Morning, morning. Good morning uh, viewer. Morning viewer, welcome to uh, Good Morning Thailand. We are now today going to be talking about the full Thailand update. Now, Tim. Well, can, can I first interrupt, sorry to interrupt, yeah. by saying hello to all the people that have been having a conversation for the past five minutes. Hello to uh, Hans, to Pentaluma, to Scott D to Shane, Shane, Shane O Travel, that's how we meant to say it. Yes. Uh, to Kevin. So hello to all those people who are having a chat already and we'll try and get to some of your questions a bit later. All right. Mostly about Natty. It's time, the full Thailand update. Okay. Now we've got a lot of things to cover. The first one being, Test and Go cutoff has been dropped. Uh, Tim, didn't the Tiger post that there was a cutoff date? Yes. <laughs> Thank you for mentioning that, Jay. Uh, look, there has been a lot of uh, clarification, a lot of conversation over the past three or four days. W last week, the Public Health Minister and the Prime Minister mentioned that there was going to be a January the 10th cutoff date. They just mentioned it in passing, it was a proposal they were going to put to the WCSA, which we published, saying that this is what they've proposed, but we have to wait for the Friday meeting. Then the Friday meeting happened and they put up on screen that the cutoff date was going to be January the 15th. Yes. So not only us, but Bangkok Post, uh, Thai PBS World, uh, the, um, Thai Rath, uh, Spring News, um, even uh, the, the part-time blogger Richard Barrow said January the 15th is the date. Yes. So since then though, there's been this whole walking back scenario just confuse people even more, where they said, oh, no, there may not be a cutoff date. And then th th there was all resolved literally yesterday when the Royal Gazette published that there um, is going to be, that they're going to allow people with current test and go QR codes to come into the country without mentioning a cutoff date. Yeah. So that sort of has resolved it. So as far as we know at the moment, and this is again our decoding of the situation of a very complex situation is that people with a current test and go thailand pass that they either applied for and got before december the 22nd or they applied for and then received after december the 22nd yeah. can enter the country no matter when the date is yeah. it involves some four to six thousand people so it's not a huge number of people uh, but hopefully that's resolved and we welcome those people to the country. If there's any changes to that, we'll be the first to tell you because even if it's not published in the Royal Gazette, we like to publish things telling you if it's a proposal or if it's been rumoured or whatever because you deserve to know the, the, the mood of the meeting of the Thai government. <laughs> the mood and the meaning. Do we have enough time for anything else? I think so. There's a lot of miscommunication going around as well. But it's like, been shocking. Like you said, everyone thought it was January 10 before because it's coming from reliable sources that like you would want to believe the health minister. 
who's in charge of health and we're going through a pandemic. Then January 15th, it was actually from a CCSA PowerPoint presentation, yeah. which apparently was not supposed to be televised. And uh, the CCSA later went back and said, "Oh, we didn't mean to show it. It wasn't. It was. It was just proposed. It wasn't a final date." And that's why yeah, so many even the government's PR department. Mm -hmm. Sorry to interrupt no, again, it's okay. but uh, we've been caned about this over the weekend in social media. Yeah. Not on the, only on the Tiger, but on other people's social media, saying, "Oh, the Tiger got it wrong." We didn't get it wrong. We published what we saw and what we were told. We've had Caitlin. We've had Pet. We've had uh, Jordan. Jordan. What's Jordan. his name? Jordan. Jordan. Always get his name wrong. Uh, and we've had uh, T following this like really closely and watching every single word and moment. And we've been deadly accurate as best we can, covering what the WCSA have said. So I'm a little bit strong about this because we, we haven't deserved some of the criticism we've received. When we get actually get things completely wrong, we'll admit it and uh, and we'll say so. Yes. So just to conclude, as of today, if you have already been approved prior to December 22 and have an approved te uh, testing go past, you can enter Thailand with your original booking. Yes. With no confirmed cutoff date. All right, moving on. Sandboxes. Now, initially, they said that, the government said that people will only be allowed to enter through Phuket Sandbox, singling out Phuket. However, three new destinations have been added because obviously the other sandbox uh, locations, uh, islands were like, why are we being excluded from this? And the government was like, you're right, let's get you back into this. So, well, <laughs> sort of. Yes, well, more details on that shortly, but uh, starting January 11th, incoming international travelers, travelers will be able to that's enter- That's tomorrow. That's right. Will be able to enter Krabi and Panga, uh, as well as uh, three Suratani islands, which include Samui, Panga, and Kotao. So those were also the original sandbox uh, islands that opened up after Phuket. So you have to go through Samui, and then you'd be allowed after a number of days to travel out to Kotao or Kopangan. Yes. Now, here's a problem, Tim. They haven't actually specified how you get to these locations because not every airline, most airlines, can't fly there directly. Well, there is an international airport at Krabi in Phuket and Samui. Yes. Uh, my understanding is that there's only, now I could have this wrong because it changes every day as well, I think there's only two f flights from outside the country into Samui at the moment. I think both of those are from Singapore. Yeah. Could have that wrong, probably have, and whatever I say will change in the next five minutes. Uh, but uh, Phuket has a lot of flights coming in at the moment. That's how you get to Pangna. Krabi, I don't think they have any international flights into Krabi right at this moment. So we're going to find out tomorrow when they announce the details of the sandboxes. So if you want to go anywhere north of Samui, uh, Suratani province, well, you're going to have to come through the sandboxes. Uh, so why did they pick those four particular areas? Well, Phuket plus those three other zones. Well, they already established sandbox programs as well. Yeah, yeah, well, because that's true. Moving into the sandbox, uh, like we spoke about last week, Phuket's making a lot of amendments. They're trying to improve all the things that went bad and what they've learned uh, from the initial uh, Thailand Pass. So they're trying to increase the process of the Thailand Pass. They're trying to uh, improve the insurance situation so that making sure that tourists have actually have insurance to cover the COVID-19 um, different, you know, symptoms like soft, soft symptoms, hard symptoms, whatever 
problems PG that they might PG Santa have. says, move your mic up. So, I'm going to move your mic up. Thank you. <laughs> it looks really bad. Does it? Wait, I, I can... There you go, that's, that's the idea. There we go. How's that? Is that better? Thank you. Looks like you've got a, a medal. medal. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, yes. So, he, here's the situation. But if you're in Chiang Mai or Pattaya or Kaolak or um, all these other places that the tourists want to go to, yeah. uh, Hua Hin, they're, they're now, the only way to get there is by either doing a full quarantine or coming through the sandboxes. We should say that the sandboxes mean that you can come to those areas, those four designated areas, and you can roam freely around those areas uh, for seven days. You don't have to stay inside your hotel, but you do have to report and stay at your hotel at night. Yeah. Uh, but then you can go anywhere you like in Thailand. So um, my question to you is, do you think that the four available sandboxes is going to continue this flow of tourists or the world Omicron situation yeah. and here as well in Thailand is going to just bring it all back down? Well, prior to the test and go scheme, I think places like Samui, Got Tao, they had tourists in single digits. Like the amount of tourists arriving onto the island. So mm. I think Phuket is the only place that will benefit from this and probably the only place that will prosper. And they're the only ones who are actually trying to make amendments and make the process better. They're trying to get more hospitals involved. They're trying to get more SHA plus hotels involved. They're trying to make, uh, what do they call it? Ho hospitals. Hospitals. Which is, uh, you can uh, quarantine or stay in a hotel rather than a hospital bed or be quarantined in a hospital and if you have mild symptoms. Another thing that's uh, happened, Jay, over the past couple of weeks yeah. is that uh, places like Pattaya, for example, saying, why is Phuket getting all the, the sandbox? Why are they allowed to open? And we'll address that a bit later where... Because they're better. <laughs> so... Uh, I mean, I'm just speaking facts here from what I see. Somebody wrote to us uh, with an interesting email, and we'll address that later, which uh, sort of shows there's a certain amount of hypocrisy going on. Yeah. But, you know, if I was living in Pattaya, I would be asking the same questions. Why is Phuket, you know, there's, it's, a, it's clearly a better treatment, you know? It's like, oh, he's the firstborn, therefore he gets all my possessions. You're the young one, just live free. Yeah. Whatever. Petaluma Brad has sent us a quick message, says, after you do the sandbox, are you then free to travel through the country? If you get infected, do you go back to another sandbox to quarantine? Well, to your first question, yes, after those seven days in the sandbox area, where you can roam freely around as a tourist or traveler, you can then go anywhere you like in Thailand. Uh, if you get infected, do you go back into, I don't know about that. I mean, you don't, after you've left the sandbox, you don't have to get tested again. So uh, I'm not sure, unless you want to say, oh, I tested positive, take me back. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the blue oh. zones. Okay, what, what is a blue zone? Now, a blue zone is... Blue. Blue. It's not green. It's a part of the country which has, I would say, the least amount of restrictions. Yes. So blue zones are created with, uh, from the November 1 reopening. There was Bangkok, Chiang Mai, was it? Bangkok, Chiang Mai, Krabi, and Panga. Good research. Sorry, Jay. no. It was Bangkok, Phuket, Krabi, and Panga. Okay. Those were the four blue zones. So you say. <laughs> and uh, they had the least amount of restrictions. They were the first places that were allowed to sell alcohol until 9 p.m., later moved on to 11 p.m. 
However, because of the new surges in COVID-19, uh, most of the country is going back to actually a alcohol ban. Um, the alcohol restriction has now moved back from 11 p.m. to 9 p.m. So restaurants are only allowed to sell alcohol until 9 p.m. So there is now, um, as of this weekend, yes. eight blue zones in the country. Yes. The rest of the country is designated an orange zone where yes. you can't serve alcohol in restaurants at all. Yes. Let, sorry, let me make this point before you continue. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, sharpen your pencils. I had to write this down. To make things more confusing, there are eight provinces, like you said, Tim, uh, that have been designated blue zones, while 18 other districts are labeled blue zones inside of provinces that are orange zones and restricted. Does that, does that make sense? So there are how many districts? 18 districts. 18 districts that are orange zones, but within those... No, 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 no. Oh, sorry, 18, 18 districts, districts which within are, blue zones. Which are in... No, no. There are 18 districts which are designated as blue zones. Yes. Inside orange zone provinces. Yes. So districts and provinces are different. Now, to, to short circuit this, there's a link under the video. Well, it's not there at the moment, but it will be after we've finished yeah. the program. Uh, but I think it's the first or second story on the tiger.com and it's got a map there. Yeah. And that's got a full list of the districts within the blue zone districts within the orange zone provinces. Yeah. So let's give them an example. For example, Chiang Mai. Yes. Chiang Mai is a blue zone yes. as of right now. However, sorry, no. No, no. Chiang Mai is an orange the zone. Province the province is an orange zone. But within Chiang Mai, there are four districts, I believe, that are blue zones. If we're confused, how, what luck do other people have? Well, I am a little bit confused, although I've read about it. I'm and extremely sort of... confused. So it's the third story at the moment on thetiger.com. Okay. And it's uh, under the headline, New Rules, Test and Go, Cut Off Dropped, Three New Sandboxes, Eight Plus Eighteen Blue Zones. Okay. So in a place like Chiang Mai, for example, as you mentioned. Yeah. Jason, um, could you run the graphic, please? There's the, this the... There's no oh, graphic. Apologies. So there you go. Apologies. There's the city, main city district, Chom Tong, Doi Tao, Me Rim, and Me Tang. Okay. So there are five districts within the Chiang Mai province. But there's a full list of all those provinces that are orange zones, but have got districts inside them which are designated blue zone. Yes. Oh my god. The actual blue zone provinces now are Bangkok, Chombri, can't quite figure out how Chombri is a blue zone, given that it's had the highest number of COVID cases the last couple of days. Kanchanaburi, mm. Krabi, Nontabri, Patumtani, Pangna, and Phuket. They are the blue zone provinces where anywhere in those provinces, you'll be able to go to a restaurant and drink alcohol until 9pm. Yes. And there are less restrictions than in the orange zones. And that to SHA plus certified restaurants. It's not just any restaurant. That's right. And any other restaurant that does not have those certifications is actually operating illegally. <sighs> How are we going? <laughs> You can, follow the full, you can find that full list on thetiger.com. Oh, we've got uh, some good stuff yeah, coming up let's too. Let's talk about orange zones quickly before we move on. 69 provinces designated as orange zones can operate most businesses as normal, including restaurants, though they're not allowed to sell alcohol. 
So no alcohol in orange zones. Yeah, but most other things are yeah. open. Gyms, parks, sports facilities, people can still Shops. operate, function, uh, function normally. Yeah, yeah, Swimming yeah. pools are open, it's all cool. So orange zones are still a yay. Um, of course, just to confuse things further, yes. uh, provincial governors are able to make their own decisions about uh, restrict, further restrictions in some provinces. Yeah. So even if you're in an orange zone province, you might have additional restrictions that other orange zone provinces have. That's right. Okay, a quick... So come to Thailand yeah. Yeah. and you can spend your entire time sitting on the beach and trying to figure out if you're in a blue zone or an orange zone or what restrictions apply to you. It's a good way to figure it out. It'll keep you busy most of the day. Yeah, you come to Phuket, you chill on a beach with a coconut. That's a good problem to have. And go, hmm, orange? Blue? Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, either way, you, you have to come to one of the sandboxes place, so a beach is guaranteed. All right, let's take a quick break. Uh, once we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about the Thai Prime Minister, as well as we're going to be looking at the current situation in Phuket. Now, all these people who are actually coming to Phuket, uh, we've got some good information for you and the reality of what the situation is currently like. So stay tuned, we'll be back right after this. Find the coffee roast you love most. Coffee Culture delivers Thai coffee online. Whole beans or pre-ground delivered to your doorstep in Thailand. Go to coffeeculture.asia and get coffee you love delivered to your doorstep. Welcome back to Good Morning Thailand and hello to you all. It's a Monday morning. I'm Jay. This is Tim. Did you say hello? I did. Okay. I did. It was, it was my daily hello for, for the viewers who are watching us so far. 581, and by you the can, way. And you can watch the show in the background there where you can see Jason and the lights. That's right. And then the back of our heads. Exclusive footage of Jason. There he is, finally, showing his true colours. His mother tunes in every day just to see what he looks like. That's right. Hi, Josie. <laughs> if you're watching. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to request, uh, if you are enjoying the video so far, please click like. Um, we are 500 subscribers away from 100,000. 500? Just 500. That's right. It's that a big day. That means you. Just click that subscribe button. It could be this week, Tim. It could be this week that we hit the big... 100k and for that i'd like to give a quick shout out to craig f and trevor johnson who have now become tiger members thank you for supporting the channel thank gentlemen. you so much much appreciated yes and byd luffs we are here to serve that's right tim uh, sorry jason did you play the byd luffs pictures during the break so we're oh not yet so but here we, we go the byd lofts here's byd lofts yes. as we talk about it your byd lofts is in sort of the the heart of patong you're, you're right. pretty close to most of the entertainment zones uh, you're only what five minutes walk away from the beach yeah uh, the beaches at the moment look spectacular yeah the weather couldn't be better with the whole uh, the weather systems moved around to the northeast so you've got those calm blue waters uh, for the three kilometres of Patong Beach. Uh, the, uh, most of the shops are open, not all, definitely not all, but uh, quite, especially as you get closer to the beach, a lot of the shops are now reopen, plenty of restaurants open, uh, so there's life in the old girl yeah. yet. I, I heard someone was complaining that, oh, the Jung Silon shopping mall and Central shopping mall are closed, and I thought, well, you're coming to Phuket and you're coming here for the beaches if you're in Patong or the entertainment, why would you want to go to a shopping mall? Does well, it matter if it's closed? There's a very, very big shopping mall, uh, about a 
15, 20 minute journey from uh, Patong and I'm sure your hotel will be happy to take you. Certainly the BYD Lofts would have a car that would happily take you to Central, um, what's it called? Central Festival. Festival and or Central, Central Floresta. Floresta, which sounds like a female sanitation product, but uh, <laughs> that's a very, 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 very big shopping uh, complex in the middle of Thailand. <laughs> yes. Yes, All I right. said that. Okay. Uh, let's move on and talk about the Thai Prime Minister. Okay. All right. Now, with a constitutional cap of eight years, the Prime Minister may or may not be coming to an end in his Well, not the term. actual Prime Minister, but his term. Yes, his term. Not Con the Prime Minister, yes, his term. Under the Constitution, he can only serve for eight years. That's right. How should the Prime Minister tenure be calculated? So does it start when he first started to have power? Does he? Does it start when he was elected? In inverted commas. Allegedly. <laughs> so there are three sort of possible start dates for the Prime Minister's start of tenure. It could be when he made himself Prime Minister yes. after the uh, junta seized power in May 2014 and he then named himself Prime Minister in August that year, which means in August this year his time would be up. Or it could be in 2025, which would be eight years after the current charter was promulgated in 2017. So a new constitution which codifies his role as Prime Minister. Or is it eight years after the election in March 2019, which would mean he can run all the way to 2027. All the Prime Minister has done is said he will uh, run his term. So how it's going to be decided and who decides how long the Prime Minister's term is has not been, surprisingly, made public at this stage. And there have also been questions about whether the Prime Minister is going to dissolve this government. So that leads me to my next question, which is why would he want to dissolve this government? Because there doesn't seem to be any advantage for him personally or his party in doing so. Yeah, Prime Ministers usually would only dissolve the, uh, the lower house of their parliament. Uh, if there was some political advantage, as exactly, you said, yeah. and uh, there doesn't appear to be one at the moment. I mean, if you ask the people in Thailand to go to an election today, I'm not I don't mm. know how they'd vote. Um, the opposition parties would probably do better than they did in 2019, but nothing is guaranteed. So, um, yeah, I, th I, I think the Prime Minister is going to be around for probably at least the rest of this year unless there is some sort of black swan event that pushes uh, him out of the position. Uh, uh, that's, so that's what Black Swan the movie was all about. The shadows, of course, in the background are people like Taksin Shinawat, former PM, and uh, sort of poking the back of the current prime ministership, saying that he's going to come back to Thailand this year. Well, I don't know how he's going to come back because at the moment he'd be literally arrested at the airport unless he's able to fernangle a pardon. So there's a lot of th things still simmering in the background of Thai politics, but I've got a funny feeling we might see Uncle Two around for, uh, for a, a bit longer. Possibly. All right, let's move on to our final topic uh, of today, which is regarding Phuket. Now, we're going to be heading towards an email we received from a concerned citizen slash person slash viewer. We don't know who he is. Well, we do, but we're not going to. We do. We're not going to tell you who he is for his own uh, purposes. We're calling uh, him TB. We're calling him TB. TB. TB has sent us a concerning email. But before we get onto that, let's talk about the situation currently in Phuket. Now, 
I was going around Patong with Jason because we wanted to do a Vox Pop, which is Voice of the People, where we just go randomly onto the streets to talk to people. Is that your code for just drinking alcohol and cavorting? I you... can neither confirm nor deny that. Okay. However, I can confirm that, yes, I was loitering around, loitering. you know, <laughs> around the streets of Patong with a microphone in my hand, with Jason and the camera behind me. And I found it extremely shocking how many people were not caring about social distancing or mask or any form of safety in a time where so many provinces and so many people and different parts of the countries are still heavily restricted and have so many safety regulations. 70 to 75% of the tourists, this is including mothers, children, mature people, younger people, nobody's wearing masks. Nobody cares. It's almost like you're riding around and nothing's changed. It's extremely crowded on the beach, on the streets. On the beach, I understand, you know, you're on the beach, why would you want to wear a mask? But even when they're walking on the streets, when they're walking around, in malls, in anywhere you go. And there's no enforcement. No enforcement whatsoever. So it's, it's all the tourists, firstly, and secondly, yeah, I don't see any police around. I don't see anyone enforcing it. I saw a couple of signs saying, please wear masks. So it's like, who, who's at fault here? And how can we complain that infections are rising when things are not being enforced? And clearly, visibly, you can... I, if a person like me walking around can tell why infections are rising, I'm guessing someone at the government can do the same. So Mr. TB sent us a concerned email saying, I've just watched three very good videos uh, one of them is called Bangla Road, Latest Situation, The Truth. Uh, might get Jason to run a little bit of that video. Uh, what's the name of the, uh, the, the host of the video? The name of the, the, the channel? Bug, the bug something. Jason? Bug Eater? Big Bug Eater, that's the one. Bug Eater, bug Eater 38, I think it was. Yes. Uh, anyway, we'll make sure the name is credited and the video credited underneath. Uh, but TB says, I would love the Prime Minister, Health Minister and COVID authorities to watch these, explain and explain to them the real people of Thailand living in cities, towns and villages with restrictions, curfews, alcohol bans, etc. And he makes four claims. That he says there's hundreds of bar girls lining Bangla Road, touting for business with hardly a mask in sight. Hordes of tourists wandering Bangla Road, again, a big percentage with no masks. And number three, drinkers packed in bars, popular bars, they're shoulder to shoulder, and because they're drinking, obviously no masks. And number four, dozens of bars operating. He says, yes, bars, not restaurants as claimed. And he says, Phuket has become a sacred site to this government and is being used as a cash cow, but at what cost? So thank you very much, TB, for sending that in. And uh, we've read a bit of that out. I might punctuate that with, uh, uh, a paragraph from a editorial sent to ASEAN Now by a man calling himself Rooster. And he wrote one paragraph saying that high up on the list, and he's talking about hypocrisy with this whole bar situation. High up on the list is the debacle in Phuket where hotels are letting tourists out of quarantine early, then fearing being shut down when they test positive. This is uh, Rooster's comments, alleged comments. No, they are his comments, but I'm putting the word allegedly in there. Where insurance companies facing billion baht losses because their rubbish actuaries back the wrong pony are reneging on deals, meaning asymptomatic tourists are refusing 
to go overcharging hospitals with nary a cold. And it's a very long uh, editorial on ASEAN now and uh, written by Rooster. Basically a withering attack on the government and the hypocrisy, the mucking around and the changes in the rules and the confusion that they've caused. And for the people in Pattaya, for example, the people who own a bar in Pattaya, they would have a very good question as to what is going on in Phuket and why it's being treated differently yeah. and why the police are not going door to door and saying what the hell is going on here when if they try and open in Pattaya they're being closed down with a much more heavy-handed situation. So TB, uh, we're actually going to publish your, um, your email as a story because I think a lot of people are going to agree with you that it seems to be one rule for one province in particular and that's here that's in right. Phuket, and then different rules yeah. for the rest of the country. Every, every working person in Pattaya would be furious, especially if they're in the entertainment industry or tourist industry, that, like, what? It's not even difficult. You could just go on YouTube and type this, and there's videos <coughs> of people that have published, and you can see this. This is evidence in front of your eyes that anyone can search. So, and we'll publish the links to those videos as well. And the people in Pattaya, please take these videos and say, to your health authorities, this is happening in Phuket, why can't we do the same in Pattaya? Or you can take it to the Prime Minister and say, what, is there no enforcement, are there no police in Phuket? Uh, so it makes the government and the police look completely stupid. And you'd have to ask, who is paying who to allow the situation to continue? Now, I can understand that the bars anywhere in the country, the little businesses, are desperate to get their doors open and will use any loophole or any opportunity to try and get their bars open. But clearly what's happening here in Phuket is a flagrant flouting of the, uh, the laws. To what end? The only end that I can see is that we're going to see huge Omicron surge on the island and the possibility of even more restrictions. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I happen to live here. I love Phuket. Yeah. I'm very happy for the uh, businesses to open when they can legally. But there's a, a very different situation between what's happening here and what's happening in Bangkok, Pattaya and other popular areas that are still under draconian lockdowns for their particular uh, establishments. It took me one hour longer with Jason to do our Vox Pop because it was so difficult to find someone who was actually wearing a mask. Why didn't you go up to people without masks and say, why aren't you wearing a mask? I did. It's funny you asked that. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, you know, funnily... The fact that you're six foot three makes it a question you could probably ask. But as soon as someone somebody... sees a camera, I've noticed they put on oh, a mask. No, 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 no. That's yes. what they do. Of course. Uh, but it's okay. And I can't lie. Like, they ask me who you are and I'm like, oh, this, this T stands for television. And y your answer is, don't you know who I am? Yeah, I come from a kid's show <laughs> called Toonie Loons. All right, uh, let's take another quick break and then we're going to address some questions and comments from the viewers. So here's your chance to ask us some questions regarding any topics that we've discussed today or any questions you have. Um, so we'll take a quick break and we'll be back right after this. Watching Good Morning Thailand, I'm Jay and Tim has gone missing. But he's back with his Cafe Crema. Coffeeculture.asia. 
kite. We'd like to take a moment to thank you, Coffee Culture, for sponsoring the show. Did you know, Tim, that you could buy roast coffee beans and ground coffee beans? They have above about 18 coffee roasters listed on their website. Now, this particular cup and saucer is not available on the coffeeculture.asia website. Yeah. They've got better ones, beautiful Much ones. Much better ones. Yeah. So these are not available through Coffee Culture. That's why I'm showing it to you. That's right. So find your ground coffee beans and ground coffee at coffeeculture.asia. All right, moving on to... Questions. Questions. David questions, L says, questions. I'm just going to sort of reposition the uh, the laptop here. If I come to Phuket, can I live like the good old days and live life without a face mask? At the moment, David L, uh, no. You're going to have to wear a face mask uh, when you're in public locations, unless you decide to flout the law and not wear a face mask. Uh, in some locations, it seems that the police don't care if you do or you don't. But uh, as to when you'll be able to come back to Thailand generally, like the good old days, uh, as I think we've said many times before, even when this whole COVID situation eventually goes away, and we've still got a time to go before that situation uh, arrives, yeah. I think we're going to see still a lot of face mask wearing from the locals, not only here in Thailand, but other parts of Asia. Well, at some parts of Patong, or it's all, it's only the locals that are wearing uh, the mask. Mm. But you get out of, uh, I, I think, sort of Patong, you get into the community areas of uh, Thailand where it's mostly Thai people, yeah. and there's still a high level of mask wearing. And uh, I, I think that's probably going to continue, even if the government says, you don't have to wear masks anymore. I think a lot of people still will. Yeah. And the debate will continue. Yeah. David L says, if I come to Phuket, can I live like the good old days and live life without a face mask? Well, David, uh, to be completely honest, at the current situation, if you came to a place like Patong, you wouldn't be the only one if you were just walking around without a face mask. Now, is it right? Is it wrong? You decide. You do what you want to do. Susan Altman has written to us. Hi, Sue. Uh, I had a 10-year-old tourist ask a 10-year-old tourist, or they've been a tourist for 10 years, mm -hmm. not sure. Uh, ask me why the law is to wear masks and not helmets. I did explain they were both laws. She said the police should do something. Hmm. So there has been a law in Thailand that you have to wear a helmet whilst you're on a motorbike. Mm. And in some areas, and I'd say that Phuket's one of the worst areas in Thailand for, for helmet wearing, uh, it, it's been a farce for a long, long time. And uh, probably when we look back at the alleged good old days of Phuket, mm. there were checkpoints around the island where they'd be uh, pinging the foreigners for not wearing a helmet, but let the, uh, as a motorbike with five locals, none of them with uh, helmets, ride straight past. Alex Tai's got a great question. He says, will you guys swap seats for every broadcast from Phuket? Uh, Alex Tai, we possibly might. We're actually trying to, <laughs> to, to find an outdoor location the only problem with outdoor locations is that we need power for the cameras and the lights uh, that shine at Tim's face more brightly. So, yes, we do plan to actually move around. We were going to do it this morning, but we couldn't find power outside. Yeah. Um, and also, we're sort of trying to wait for a day when it's a lot of sunshine around and uh, we can sort of set the cameras because the other day the clouds were going in and out, the light was going up and down and the cameras were hunting for focus and was all a bit of a mess. Right. Uh, uh, sorry, question for you, Tim, uh, from Shane O'Travel. He says, Tim, how concerned are you about the current business climate for the hospitality industry in Thailand? Oh, it's desperately sad. 
Um, I'm, I'm really sorry for anybody who's in the tourism and hospitality business mm. because the government uh, changing their mind and changing the rules every day and it's the hospitality and tourist industry that are mostly affected. Now, they've been rushing in the last two months to get their businesses up and going and get their doors open and polish off their boats and uh, get the bedrooms all ready. And then suddenly this has happened, this sort of black swan event, this Omicron situation, that even at the, in the best of estimates is going to be around for at least a month. I mean, Thailand's still got this sort of surge going on the way up. It appears to be at least a month behind some other countries like the UK, Europe, uh, the US, which are already perhaps at the peak of their surge and may be coming down soon. That's already happened. We see in South Africa it's peaked and it's dropped again. But I feel desperately sorry for them. But I also know a lot of Thai friends who have been caught in this mess and they've pivoted to other businesses, gone back to their family businesses. I mean, Thai people have strong family ties. They're very resilient. And uh, I mean, even if no tourist ever came back to Thailand, heaven forbid, a Thailand would somehow survive, although it would be a very different economy. But of course, that's not gonna happen. Tourists will eventually be able to come back. You can come here on a sandbox at the moment. And that all starts tomorrow. Go to the Thailand Pass website. I've all got right. one here from wow, um, <laughs> Ravi4U, who says, when Chombri is in a blue zone, why is it not in a sandbox? Well, I think the problem you have with the sandboxes is that mostly they are areas that you can relatively easily uh, confine. Even Krabi and Pangna, even though they're on the mainland, they are st still have very few roads coming in and out of them. So you can control them as, a, uh, as an area pretty easily. Yeah. Now, if you look at a place like Chombri, or even if you wanted to make even Pattaya, uh, itself a, uh, a sandbox. There are so many ways in and out of areas like that, so many pathways and little streets, it would be impossible to control it as a sandbox. Yeah. Clearly places like Samui, the other two islands and Phuket are much easier because you've got, uh, in the case of Samui, you've only got a boat coming and a plane's coming and Phuket you've got the bridge which you can control plus the international airport. So I think that's the reason. Yeah. Uh, West Texas Greg has a really good question. He says, is there a curfew or time required to return to your hotel at night in the Phuket Sandbox Entry Scheme? Uh, yeah, well, there's no curfew, but you are required to register at your hotel when you are returned in the evening. As to who you can return with, uh, that may be a situation you'll have yes. to work out with your hotel reception area. Better to wait seven days as well. Better to wait seven days. Um, okay, Honest View says Australia is trying to beat US, UK, France, Italy and all the other European countries and be number one in the world. Go kangaroos. Go, says Honest View. Uh, you just didn't tell us what they're going to be beating all these other countries at. Uh, maybe it's the number of Omicron infections. I think Australia is going through a particularly bad time at the moment. After about two weeks ago, the Prime Minister of Australia, Scott Morrison, basically said, let it rip, we're going to learn to live with this, yeah. for good or for bad. Question from Jay, he says, what will happen if Phuket becomes the highest infected province since cases are going up? Will they just add more restrictions? Phuket had almost the same amount of cases as Bangkok the other day. 
yeah, Phuket's, um, yeah, watch this space. <laughs> Comparing Phuket to Bangkok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. an island. Uh, 12 million people in Bangkok, some 400,000 permanent residents in Phuket, very different areas. So, so what if it does become the most affected province? Do you think restrict, more restrictions? We don't know. We, we're not going to speculate. We'll wait till the Prime Minister or the Public Health Minister say something about it and we'll tell you about it. Uh, Tainu Jeffries says, I'm close to booking a flight to Phuket from Sydney in a couple of weeks, but more concerned about the flight being cancelled due to the COVID surge here in Australia. This is actually something, I'll, I'll get to that particular thing, uh, Tainu Jeffries, in just a moment. It's not just a matter of travelling to Thailand and getting all the paperwork and the entry procedures and blah, blah, blah. It's the situation of you returning to your home country that even in the time you're here in Thailand enjoying yourself and sitting on the beach and drinking a long drink, the situation may change for the entry back to your country. So you really need to get all your ducks in a row before travelling anywhere in the world at this time. Yeah. As far as coming to Phuket, uh, the situation in Phuket is going to evolve and change in the next couple of weeks. The situation in Australia is becoming quite bad, although I don't know if they've closed the borders as such. So I think in both cases, you're just going to have to watch what's happening at both ends. As anybody planning on travelling to Thailand at the moment, do your homework, check what's happening at both ends, and uh, travel if you need to, or if you really want to. All right. Um, let's end the show there. Uh, yeah. Someone asked a question. I forgot your name. I'm trying to find your question. It's so difficult keeping up with these questions. I know. There's a lot of them coming. And thank you very much for all the questions. We can't get to all of them. But uh, Ben Frey said, question, Phuket is a mess. Then that's a question. I'm currently isolating in my hotel room, seeing a lot of the tourists here. It's no wonder why, but what do you think needs to happen to fix this mess? More police or more fines? Oh, look, it's really difficult. Obviously, I'm keen to see the businesses reopen and get their businesses going. But if the Thai government wants to have rules, they need to either enforce the rules or not have the rules at all. And if they're going to have rules for one province and just basically ignore them, but try and enforce them in an almost draconian manner in other provinces, then I see there's a problem. And the problem is the credibility of the police and the authorities. So you look at what's happening here in Phuket, everybody having a fine old time. I mean, there was a video posted on New Year's Eve, somebody sent me, at a well-known bar in Bangalore Road. Oh, I'd love to mention it. And I'd love to show you the video, but I won't. And there were people having conga lines and they were drinking and they were having great fun. The music was on, not a single mask in sight. And I'm thinking, well, if there's any Omicron in that area, then there is a perfectly good example of getting it. Now, for those people who say, oh, look, it's only Omicron, it doesn't matter. That's not the point. If the government of the country that you are currently living in or travelling to decides that they've got a mandate on wearing masks, it's your duty to wear the masks and follow the rules. And if you want to go to places where they're not enforcing those rules, then that's at your risk. And don't come crying when there's suddenly your insurance company is not going to pay for your incarceration in a hospital or in a hotel uh, if you test positive. All right, and with that, 
we're going to end the show. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed the show so far. I think we're running on 40 minutes, or 45 minutes. Wow. This might be the longest Good Morning Thailand ever, uh, but... Han says, the rules are confusing as hell. Many of the tourists in Patong probably don't even know what the rules are. Hans, you're probably exactly right. Uh, the rules not only change all the time, but if you go to a particular area and nobody's wearing masks and they're having a great time and the police wander down the street and don't do anything, of course you're going to take your mask off. It is confusing and I'm not really blaming the tourists. Uh, I'm not blaming the businesses so much for trying to open their businesses either. But you've got to have one rule for everybody and it's got to be enforced evenly across all provinces in Thailand. All right. Uh, for the third time. For the third time, we're going to end the show now. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. If you did like the video, please click like. We have about 720 viewers currently. And hi, Sue and Tom. Yes, hi, Sue and Tom. Who's Sue and Tom? None of your business. Fair enough. Have a great day. See you tomorrow. <laughs>